Oh, it's Pepe Sanchez. I'm Seth Allen. This is my secret basketball podcast. Pepe does not know about this. We are in the doldrums, allegedly, of the at least the NBA season. Basketball's not really happening. We're getting ready for the FIBA World Cup, but of course, that the, with the time zone difference in the Philippines, that probably won't be uh, all all that consuming. Uh, you know, but it doesn't stop stop the content need. The beast needs needs to be fed. Uh, you see all these really lame. This is a, this is becoming the type of year. the the rare The rare doldrum on the NBA calendar is where we're in right now. Uh, they they usually have the between free agency, summer league, the season itself. They usually have stuff going all year, but uh, there's still this one pesky little stretch on the calendar uh, that they cannot fill our brains with basketball, um, and we're we're more addicted than ever. Uh, this is like what this is a time of year I'm noticing because I still, I still I'm off Twitter, thank God, uh, but I still check the hoops hype rumors page, and, it, and this is a time of year where it's all it's all just like hey retired player says dumb thing on a podcast. It's like okay, yeah, Gilbert Arenas thinks Trey Young got screwed not being on Team USA. It's like okay, uh, and then I, this is when I realize like maybe I should spend time with my family. <laughs> You know, maybe I should just unplug from this, but I can't. I'm addicted. Uh, so, you know, I had this week off from work, and I'm like, you know, I got some time here. I'm cruising around, seeing what's going on uh, basketball-wise, and I see that, you know, USC uh, is their their European summer tour, uh, warm-up games, exhibition tour that uh, most major colleges do, uh, are going to be on the NBA app for free streaming. So I'm like, all right, well, I got a week off from work. Uh, these games are awesome because they start right at 9 a.m. So I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll just try to figure this app out. I saw, you know, they were trying to promote the app more during last season. They were showing Victor Wimbanyama's games. I think they were showing G League Ignite games. But I had other basketball at that time. I didn't want to fuck with the, trying to get the app set up. I think I tried once, and I'm like, I don't want to create a login. This is bullshit. You know, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to inconvenience myself in any way, but I but I invested the the three minutes necessary to download the app. It, I put it on my TV. I sure shit. Uh, this is more of a public safety concern, especially for the NBA to do this at this time of year when there's nothing else happening really in the basketball world. Um, the NBA app is it's heroin. All right, be careful. All right. If one of your friends or loved ones is is itching and scratching and and, and jonesing for basketball, uh, and and they come across the NBA app, you need to be careful. All right. Lock up your things. Get them some help. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe get them like get them on NBA TV, something safe where they can control their habit. You know, uh, because the NBA app is just they the NBA. I don't know what their end game in here is. Is it to Get us hooked and then start charging. Because you know, is the first hit always free? Fucking Adam Silver, you you drug dealer, you pillager of the community. All right, because this is crazy. I have done nothing but watch the NBA app for the last seventy-two hours. I don't even know what's happening in my life anymore. There's nothing else I want. All right, there's nothing else I can do. I haven't eaten. All right, that part's a lie. 
Uh, I'm just digging holes in the yard, you know. I just like okay. So I log in for the game. Uh, it's and USC is obviously they're carrying these games because they thought Brawny was going to be there, right? Uh, we've covered the Brawny apparatus in earlier episodes. I encourage you to check those out. It's really uh, a remarkable, uh, interesting. It's never there's never been anything like it before. Uh, with Bronny James and the and the the Bronny James industrial complex that surrounds him, all right. But obviously he had that uh, the heart attack. He's recovering. Obviously he's not in Greece for these warm up games. But the deal was done. So USC is playing uh, Mega Basket. Mega Miss is the MIS is their current sponsor. I don't know if you say MIS because it's like a medical company or if you just say Miss. Uh, who knows? But you would know them as you know when a when a when there's a Euro prospect and they show their old clips and they're wearing the pink uniforms, and you're like, what the hell? Pink uniforms? That's Mega Basket, all right? They're a Serbian team, uh, uh, you know, a very storied uh, club. Uh, uh, Jokic played for them. Zubak played for them, among uh, many others. Uh, Petrusev, you're nasty. Uh, so, you know, a lot of talented players from that part of the world have, have played for them, have donned the pink on pink on pink. Uh, for Mega Basket, and so this is like a this is like a hot this is a hot game because USC still has a ton of talent. I'm also this feeds into my thing like the Pac-12 is dead after this season, right? This is the end of the Pac-12, but it coincides with uh, USC is stacked, UCLA is gonna be stacked, um, Oregon is gonna be stacked, like the. It's gonna. I'm gonna try to watch so much Pac-12 basketball this year, knowing this is it, right? Like it's dead. This is like you know the final conversation that you have with with grandma, all right? And you want to make it count, and you want to be fully present for this one because it's it. It's over after this, right? And so, and so I'm 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 gearing up for the for the Pac-12. I, I'm curious to see USC. Also, I love, um, you know, USC obviously boogies back. And, and the fit with him and Isaiah Collier coming in is interesting. Dennis Robbins, kids playing for the team now. Uh, so even without the brawny interest, this is still a, a, a cool, like, fun team to watch and, and interesting. And I, I was very impressed with Isaiah Collier. The first time I saw him, I think, was at Hoop Summit. And in that setting where, you know, it's kind of like a shit show, uh, Players don't really know each other. Uh, there's a lot of incentive to stand out individually, not really as a team. Uh, you know, teamwork kind of thing. Uh, a lot of guys are pressing, like trying extra hard, especially like this year, like because of the Brawny industrial complex. Like LeBron was courtside, Draymond was courtside. It was more of a big event than it typically is. Is a, a brighter, brighter lights. But Collier impressed me in that in that setting because he was so. Uh, calm. He was in his. He plays at his own pace. Like an organizer, he, you know, when the when he had the ball, everything seemed to run smooth. Um, and but then he could also, you know, he's just in this environment where like other like DJ Wagner's like not passing the ball, right? And so Collier's fine. He he go off the ball. He'll work it that way. It seemed like I I like this guy's game and his. He had a lot of like maturity. It seems like a lot of like settledness, uh, presence, and just savvy. Just makes. He does make those. He is. He does have that passing ability where he makes a pass that you know you didn't see at all. You know, like he's one of those guys. You're like, whoa! And then suddenly a guy's open. You know, under the basket. 
so I really liked his his kind of cool game. Uh, so I was excited to see him and excited to see Mega because I Mega has um, you know NBA prospects on their team on their roster all the time. It's normal, right? And so I, I tune into the game. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, like the announcers are like two guys in their kitchen in America in their respective kitchens. One guy's just got the AirPods in. He's called the game. Unfortunately, very they were US, it was a USC centric broadcast, so they didn't seem to really learn that much about the mega players. And I'm like, I want to hear more about the mega. I know the USC guys. I want to hear about the uh, uh, mega this guy uh, Yelovich. He stuck out to me. I was like, that's an NBA prospect. He's like a six ten. He's guarding point guards. He's handling the ball. Like that's that was cool. They didn't they didn't really seem to do much research on those guys. But it was a good game. Uh, and I I will say too, USC won both games. But it's like Mega. I think it should be acknowledged on these European exhibitions. I don't I I haven't heard this specifically, but I don't think they're sending their full squad, uh, like their full senior squad. You know, they don't have the imports out there. Uh, a lot of their guys were super young. Like, Yelovich is like uh, 17, I think, you know. So it seems like they were playing guys who were mostly about the same age as the USC players. Um, but, you know, I could have used a lot more mega insight, you know. But there's only one Fran for Schiller. He can only be in one place at one time. He, he's probably the only person on earth who could talk with equal expertise about the USC players and the mega players. Uh, and you know, he's God knows where, uh, I think he was calling the TBT this year, but he's, he's probably on his August break, uh, which is probably scouting players in some odd part of the world. He should have been there is what I'm saying. Fran for should have been there, but the two guys were in their kitchens. Uh, Evan Mobley was at the game for God knows why he was there in Greece watching these two teams play, but I digress the NBA up. So also one more thing about Collier. I really love his game. I mean, he ha- he's, uh, I want to qualify this uh, precisely because I'm not saying he reminds me of, of, I don't think he's like a Brandon Roy guy, but the way he, in the half court, the way he moves around, the way he like uses his body and his dribble to get where he wants to go on the court does remind me of Brandon Roy. He's kind of like a, you know, a kind of like a, a big, like strong guy quick dribbles like can kind of move just kind of plays at his own pace and just like gets wherever he wants on the court but then he's like a a pure passer and all that cool stuff uh i think he's i think collier is like he's different than like a projected top pick normally is in that he's i think he's a floor guy more than a ceiling guy at least from these just two three games of him that i've ever seen uh because he doesn't have that he's not crazy athletic he's not crazy tall he's not crazy long um, but man, he's just like super solid, very in control. You could just see him like running an NBA team for, for, uh, over a decade, uh, easily. Uh, but anyway, so I'm all hooked on USC mega, right? It's just so fun to see a college team play a, a pro team, like a famous college team versus a famous pro team. Very, from Europe, very cool to watch. And then I'm like, okay, well, what else is on this, this dumb little app, you know, that I was a little skeptical of, you know? And then I just click on another thing. It's just it's five minutes of Steph. There's no no commentary. It's just five minutes of Steph Curry doing a shooting drill. Just like some guy filming it from the baseline as Steph goes through it. I'm hooked on that. That's awesome. Watch. I'm like, oh, that's what he does, huh? Step, 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 step. Shoot, 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 shoot. shoot. It's like yeah, that was really cool to watch, right? And I'm like, okay, well, what else is on here? They got this doc series called uh, Hoop Cities. 
And what it is is they do a, a, a brief documentary about basketball in a different... They all look like European cities, at least for this season, I think. But they do them all in the language of the city, too. So it's like... You know, the first one I put up is a, is a, is a Serbian-language documentary about basketball in Belgrade, right? And Vladi's in there. They're trying to hype up the city. It still looks pretty scary. <laughs> Vladi's in there talking about, no, our food scene is great. Chris Webber told me it's the best hamburger he's ever had. All right, and Bogdanovich is in there saying, you know, for us, uh, just basketball is rage. <laughs> I've never heard it put like that before. That was wild. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredible. This is some stuff I've never seen before. Um, so then I watched, like, the one on Connus. I watched the one on Seville, uh, Porzingis, who played in Seville, you know, in his early pro development before the NBA. He's in there speaking just, you know, fluent Spanish, which was cool to see. Uh, learning about the history of basketball in these different cities that I knew so little about previously. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. All right. And then I'm, I'm talking in a group chat, in a group chat uh, about, like, I'm, oh, my God, this app is incredible. Look at all this stuff up. And then uh, old Eric Garcia Gunderson hits me back, and he's like, oh, yeah, I was just watching the Cooper flag game. And I'm like, what? And sure as shit, they got uh, some of the better EYBL games are also on the NBA app. So now we're dropping down to high school age, and I watched the, the Cooper the Cooper flag game against, uh, well, uh, Bryce James was on the opposing team. They weren't really going head-to-head. They're not really on the same level there, but I'm watching Cooper in a, I've never just seen a full game. I've seen, of course, Cooper flag highlights. He just reclassified. I really hope he goes the G league route like scoot. So I can see him up close for a couple years. But, um, he, um, I mean, just watching him in a full game is where you, you extra see how special and, and good and ahead of the curve he is. Right. Uh, his, his white, his white main teammates really holding them back because there's, there's a lot of a uh, very nice, you know, you hear a lot about Cooper's uh, motor, his intensity, his physicality, you know, that you hear, I've heard like Karolinko as a comparison uh, several times, but he's a nice passer too. He just has a lot of guys, you know, blowing layups, a lot of uh, main United uh, guys. So, you know, he, he, <laughs> he, but he, he has a nice overall feel for the game is, point, is my point. I'm like, okay, that was cool. And then I click up, Oh, there's a live section, live, Miami Pro-Am, what? And then I click on the Miami Pro-Am, and these are just streamed live games, uh, and it's uh, uh, Bam's playing, Jaime Jaquez is playing, uh, I was like, oh my god, it's like a packed gym, the only announcer is the is the on-court, the MC guy who walks around with a microphone, he's talking about, you know, how hot the lady dusting the floor is. He's hitting on her while he's also calling the game. Um, that was amazing to watch. And I got to say, Jaime, uh, you know, T-shirt under the jersey, headband on. Um, and he was out there really playing um, organized basketball. Whereas the other, everyone else on the court's playing pro-way on basketball. Jaime is setting picks. He's cutting. He's moving without the ball. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's a nerd. Uh, but of course he did great because he was, you know, <laughs> he was playing it like he was back at UCLA, like he, like he was about to get screamed at by an old man if he didn't, you know, set a back pick correctly or whatever. So <laughs> it, was, it was a fun game to watch. And I'm like, all right, all right, now I'm getting exhausted, but let me just see what else is on here. Oh my God. Then they got, they got uh, these deeper cut, like 
they're not. I would not call these classic games. I would say these are cool moments. You know, like throughout the NBA season, something happens in a game. You're like, that was a cool moment. It wasn't really significant. It wasn't particularly uh, historical or influential, but it was like a cool moment. And they have all of those up there. Like I watched, uh, <laughs> the first one I watched was uh, Dwayne Wade scores 55 points on the Knicks in a regular season game in 2009. <laughs> And it's like, oh my God, Michael Beasley's uh, uh, rookie season. And, you know, his, I I know it all went off the rails, but he had a good, Beasley had a, he was a very promising, he had a promising rookie season, man. And before, before things went sideways for him. And so it was cool to see Beasley out there and and having a good game and all the, the things, you know that he could do the scoring and rebounding. Uh, Mario Chalmers was a rookie. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal is playing. It was a great, you know, remember some guys. It was, um, <laughs> man, David Lee, when he was either leading the league in rebounds or close, he's having like over 12 rebounds a game at that in that season, I think. And it was funny to see him who can, such a weird player who was like a monster on the boards, a solid passer for his position, and then just blows every <laughs> Single layup at the rim. You know, got frustrated. Nate Robinson's coming off the bench and just gunning. You know, I was like, this is a fun game. In 2009, uh, was a, you know, you for, it's so easy to forget that there was a time when teams could play lineups with, you know, two, three, four, sometimes even five non-shooters at a, t- at a time. It was kind of fun to see that. Uh, and so, like, my point is... Uh, my wife left me. Uh, my life is in shambles. I got fired from my job. Uh, I have nothing, nothing but the NBA app. I need help. It's This is free. And it's just all... I remember trying to look at it like, I don't know, a year or something ago. And I was like, ah, oh, this kind of sucks. Whatever, I don't need this. And then it's like, I was just like, I'll just use this for like box scores or whatever. But, oh my God. Be careful. All right? It's a gateway app. <laughs> and I'm not saying, you know, don't have fun. <laughs> but I do think the government needs to regulate this. I think maybe you need to, maybe I need to cut, maybe my, my feed needs to cut out after 90 minutes a day or something. I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned about my life. I haven't even gone into everything on there. I saw they do like these profiles of all these different players. They do... They do like a, you know, like the the greats, former greats, but then they're also doing like, you know, Giddy's rookie season and Scoot Henderson's workouts. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, I, I have no, I'm, I'm de- dependence. This is what dependence feels like. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about how to get it when I don't got it. You know, that's all I am fucking selling. I sell my own, I sold my own catalytic converter. All right, for the NBA app, it's it's crazy. My life is over, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, it's dangerous, but boy, is it fun! Uh, the NBA app, you know, as we as we enter into the doldrums, they have flooded the market with a ton of shit, uh, and I feel like it's just gonna be a big part of my life now, uh, forever. I'm gonna ride the <laughs> ride the dragon, ride the dragon of that old NBA app.
All right, that's it for Pepe Sanchez. Everyone have a good August. Uh, I'm going to head to the Portland Pro-Am today uh, and have another good one. And then, of course, I'll see what else is on the NBA app. God damn it. All right, this is Seth Allen. Thanks for listening.